0: Listeners, this is PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is PSG Small Talk for Saturday, February 23rd, 2019. So we've had a fun week here in uh, PSG land. We've had three victories over the course of the last seven days, all in Ligue 1. They defeated Saint-Etienne on Sunday 1-0 with a Kylian Mbappe goal. They defeated Montpellier 5-1 on Wednesday Uh, Kylian Mbappe also scored in that game. And today, they defeated Nimes Olympique 3-0, two Kylian Mbappe goals, and the way he was playing, it probably should have been about five or six. So, you're tending to start seeing a pattern here. Kylian Mbappe is rounding into his own here as the season has gone along, and... They brought him in a year, two years ago, and sat him under the Neymar Cavani learning tree of attacking players. And it's not that Kylian Mbappe wasn't already very good, because even at 17, again, he, you're scoring major goals in Champions League matches and semifinals and quarterfinals. This guy is, was for real then. But what you're seeing now is really kind of interesting. And I'm not sure that it is caused by the injuries of Neymar and Cavani or if Kylian Mbappe would have been doing this anyway. But right now what's happening is Kylian Mbappe is becoming the offense and he's becoming the focal key goal scorer at Paris Saint-Germain. And it's been coming for a little bit. You saw it in that four-goal game he had against Lyon earlier in the year. You saw it when he came off the bench against Marseille earlier in the year. You saw it at uh, Old Trafford a couple weeks, a week or two ago. And this last week has sort of really, I think, cemented that even when Cavani comes back, which should be in about another week, even when Neymar comes back, Neymar may be the best player. And I still think he is if you... To put this team and rank them talent-wise, I still think Neymar is a more talented, important player to what PSG do. But that by no means indicates that he's going to be the goal scorer for PSG. Kylian Mbappe is the goal scorer. He has, I think, replaced Edinson Cavani in that sort of key central goal scorer role. And... You see he's doing it in different ways. He's finding, you know, he's finding space in the box. He's finishing pretty well. He still has his moments where he's not uh, totally superb. But the thing with Mbappe that's key is that he has such a high volume and he keeps going at you and he keeps going at you and he keeps attacking and he keeps using his pace that even if he does miss a couple of golden opportunities – he's going to keep getting those chances for himself. And I think that over the next couple of weeks, months, and obviously the next couple of years, Kylian Mbappe is going to have a couple of 40-goal seasons in I just He's going to have those kinds of astronomical numbers. And I think when Neymar comes back, that'll just even add to it because Neymar, I think, understands how to get him the ball. And Neymar will put himself in situations where he'll run the team uh, offensively, but it'll be Kylian Mbappe who's getting the reward of all of that work. He'll be getting in behind, he'll be getting the good chances, and he'll be putting most of those chances away. He's still, I think, to be a complete number nine, needs to sort of learn how to one touch, get those nice one touch goals the ones that Cavani gets, the ones that Harry Kane gets, the ones that Lewandowski gets. He's not quite at that point yet where he can kind of sniff out a goal in the box and get it. He still kind of is in that scoring more like a winger mentality where you're running off the wing and running onto the ball and finishing. But man, the way he's going trajectory-wise, that's not going to be that far off. He'll get there eventually. And you're looking at, some interesting off-season decisions that PSG will have to make, because if Kylian Mbappe is ready to be the centralized main striker on this team, what does that mean for Edinson Cavani, and do you need to bring in another wing player to complement Kylian Mbappe? Are we ready to sort of build the attack around Kylian Mbappe scoring the goals? Neymar facilitating the goals and getting some goals himself, it's exciting because when Neymar and Cavani went down over the course of the last month, most PSG fans were genuinely concerned that this PSG uh, squad would have a difficult time scoring. Obviously, in the Manchester game on the road, we didn't really have those high expectations for them to to win it that convincingly, and they did, and one of the reasons was because of Kylian Mbappe. And since that game, they're 3-0 in Lee Gun, and Mbappe's been the central focus of the offense, and he's done the job. And... You never want a team to be about one player, but you're definitely seeing that Kylian Mbappe could be that just all-world striker. And, I mean, it, it, was, it was something to watch today as they played Neem, and he just dominated Neem. Like, he could get anywhere he wanted. He could pretty much get any shot he wanted. He was denied two goals one was on a barely offside the other was on a handball which he kind of was he kind of weird he kind of jerked his hand up and it hit his hand instead of his head and it went in then there was another play where he was one-on-one with the goalie and that goalie makes a really nice save with his right foot like this was a game where he could have scored six seven goals and that's not an exaggeration so I wanted to start this by just heaping the praise on Kylian Mbappe, because he has carried this team since the cavani Neymar injuries, and they really haven't missed a beat. Now, obviously, to win the Champions League, they're going to need all the, the firepower they can get. Let's not kid ourselves. But it's really cool to see Kylian Mbappe do what he's done in the last week. Um, three... Good wins, sent Etienne on the road, Montpellier at home. Montpellier gave them a bit of a scare, but again, PSG too much. Um, Marco Verratti looks healthy, and today was the first time he played alongside Leandro Paredes. And for the first sort of 30 minutes, it was a bit of a struggle, mainly because PSG were playing in a 4-4-2, for lack of a better term. And Paredes and Verratti were playing side by side. And what was happening was no one was getting into that middle space just in front of them where they could sort of link up and, you know, move the ball around. So what happened a lot of the times was Paredes would get the ball and he'd just give it right back. And then Verratti would get the ball and he'd give it to Paredes. And Paredes would pass it back to Silva. And it just, it was static and it allowed Nimes to get onto him a little bit. They adjusted to that. Christopher Nkunku, who had his best game this year so far, came centrally. He played the Neymar-Draxler role. Like, if there's a role there, it's it's the Neymar role. Draxler's the understudy, and is the second understudy. And Nkunku did a good job. He got the ball in the middle. He made the runs through the middle to get the defense sucked in. He was kicking the ball out wide. And PSG, in the second half, when Verratti and Paredes figured out where to be, like one of, like Verratti had to get forward and Paredes had to stay back a little more. Once they figured that dynamic out, woof, that was something. And it was a really good second half against Nîmes. And to go back to the Montpellier game, it was a really good half against Montpellier. In this sort of league Unweek, week, Tomas Tuchel showing again his ability to adjust. To get the best out of his substitutes, to get the best out of his role players, to get the best out of a guy like Eric Maxim Chopomoting, moting who's had his best week probably in a long time with PSG. And he came in, he was a sub against Montpellier, and he made a difference. He freed up space for Mbappe. He got some good. Uh, he was making some really nice passes and flick-ons and head-ons. This game against Neem, he played most of the game and he was effective enough. He had his chances to score, couldn't take them, but he was effective enough. And, <coughs> and it was really sort of nice to see as Tuchel rotates his squad and makes adjustments that players like Nkanku and Diaby and Colin Dagba, who's played in all three games as a sub have done a good job. And right now with two more games, uh, Dijon on Wednesday in the Coupe de France quarterfinal and on the road against Caen in league on play on Saturday, those will be your last two games headed into the second leg of the Manchester United champions league round of 16. Um, Currently, PSG sit on 68 points in Ligue 1. They are 17 ahead of Lille with one game in hand. So if they took care of that one game in hand, they would be 20 points ahead. And going by the math, Lille, who are the second-place team, can only, if they won every last one of their games, could only get to 87 points. So, essentially, PSG would have to only win seven more games, regardless of anything else. If they won seven of their last 13 league-gun games, which is going to happen, it's just a matter of when, they win the league. Because that'll get them to 89 points, and no team below them could catch them, even if they won all their games. I say that because, and these are all ifs. If PSG can take care of business against Caen, they'll be at 71 points. Then they have the Wednesday, March 6th game against um, against United. If they take care of business against United, hopefully they do, they have a month to go until the quarterfinal, which means two things need to happen for PSG to have that chance going into those quarterfinals. The first thing that has to happen is that Neymar has to come back healthy. And today he uh they they tweeted out that he's uh, riding on bikes now. He's seems like he's not in a boot anymore. It seems like he's not on crutches anymore. It seems like he's able to move around. So we're getting closer and he's got a month and a month and about 10 days or so. A month and so around 40-ish days to be ready, which is doable, I think. It's it's way more possible than we thought a month or month and a half ago. Let's put it like that. So the first thing that has to happen, as I just said, was that Neymar has to get healthy. Because they ain't winning anything without him. Second thing that has to happen is they should be able to wrap up the league. Which they did two years ago in the 15-16 season when they wrapped up the league before the quarterfinal matches against Manchester City and it didn't particularly help them but it's definitely something they should strive for again because after the United game and I'm not putting the cart before the horse they have to beat United no matter what obviously they have to win that game or only lose it by one and they'll be in. Or lose it by one in a low-scoring game, like a one nothing Anyway, the Champions League quarterfinal round starts April 9th and 10th, I believe. So the games in between them, then, that are scheduled, Nantes on the road, Dijon on the road, Marseille at home, Toulouse on the road, Strasbourg at home, those are the One, two, three, four, five games, probably add in the uh, Coupe de France semifinal, if they were able to beat Dijon on Wednesday. So that's about five, six games in between. You get an international break out of it between the 17th and the 31st there's a good chance that PSG are, have wrapped the league up by then, or at least are within a game or two of winning it. If they can get to that point, which would be nice, then what essentially happens is the rest of the league on games become heavily rotated. Meaning, a lot of Nkanku, a lot of Dagba, a lot of Nsulky. Getting your star players rest in rotation And throwing yourself totally into the Champions League uh, games and making sure that you do not have a compromised squad in those games. So those are the two things that need to happen. As I repeat, get Neymar back and wrap up the league in the next five weeks or so. Or get it to a point where they can just start resting people and not have to worry about really throwing full teams into those games. Obviously, that plan goes out the window if they blow it against United in two weeks. I don't see that happening because I just think this team's mentality is way different than it was a year or two ago or three ago or ever. And I think PSG will come into that United game knowing what they have to do not panicking united without paul pogba will have to go and take the game and score probably three to four goals at the Parc des prance pretty unlikely so we'll see but i have a, a pretty i'm pretty confident in that in a certain outcome here in other psg news um PSG have received a new jersey sponsor, Accor Hotels. So for those of you who may not have a full detail, Accor Hotels is a French company that owns a lot of luxury hotels, moderate hotels, all around the world. And they they hold, you know... They hold apartment. They 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 own apartments. They own restaurants. It's a large sort of what you'd call lifestyle service industry company, which with PSG sort of works. Like PSG are a global sports brand, but they also want to be a global lifestyle brand. Ergo, the relationships with Bape and the relationships with. Uh, jordan brand etc so it the match works and more than even the sort of corporate fit being right they're paying double what psg were getting from fly emirates which was about 25 to 27 million euros so they're getting double that and that's a huge financial fair play uh buster there in that You're able to use that money that you're getting, inject it back into the club, help balance the books, add that with the Jordan sponsorship and all the other ones they've been able to get. PSG right now are in a very good financial situation, and they'll still probably have to sell a few players in the summer, but they'll be able to bring in good quality players to strengthen this roster and with the right coach now in place, as I see it, they should be in a really healthy position as a club to start sustaining the success that they've had this year, which has not come easy on the field. They've had to work for it. But you feel like that hard work in the early part of the year and during the sort of January that was miserable, it's starting to pay off. And you're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel here. Uh, a lot to a lot to plug here. Uh, make sure to follow PSG talk on all social media well, most social media platforms, especially the big three, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, subscribe to our podcast, PSG Talking, which should come out with an episode any week now, probably before the United game. And PSG Small Talk, which you are listening to right now. Uh, visit the website, psgtalk.com. Uh, read our newest articles, one from John Olongi, about uh, the consistency and the good-heartedness of Marquinhos. And read my latest article on the PSG and it, a Core Group partnership. Also, when you're there, visit our Patreon page. It's at the top. You just click on support PSG talk. If you support PSG talk at a certain level, financially, we will give you a free farmers league Champions sh- t-shirt. I think it's free. You may have to pay for it. You have to ask Ed, but uh, please do that. It helps us um, pay a couple of bills and work out our uh, work on the audio. Make sure our audio is top quality. <coughs> our, our, our fees for the podcast, uh, platforms so that we can get our content on the air and our, um, website fees. So all of that you are helping us with, and we greatly appreciate it. So, um, I think I've said most of what needed to be said today. Um, so for PSG talk, this is Mark Damon saying au revoir for now.